0: Welcome back for another episode of the podcast that we've been having almost for about a year and a half now of trying to talk about things related to what does it mean to actually be a follower of Christ? What does discipleship look like beyond the walls of a church building? A lot of times if you attend church or you go maybe to a Bible study, you sit there and everyone talks and maybe sometimes we talk in a way that sounds not normal. (laughs) We talk in a way, we use Christian words, we use Christian languages, Christian uh, ideologies uh, that seem perfect in that setting, but then you get out into life you run into complex people. Uh, you have stressful situations. Uh, you have financial troubles. Of, uh, you have real worries. Uh, you have these things in in the world where people challenge you and question you, and uh, you have different um, belief systems all around, and you think, oh, what is what is my faith? How does that look like? How does it actually play out in, in an everyday life? How does that mean with the way that I treat people and see the world and um, how I think about what matters and what doesn't. And so that's where we want to kind of come in and, and talk about these things. And we've been going on and on and on and on about it, it's it's not as much as what you do, it's more about being with, and that as you be with Jesus or as you abide in Him, then from that flows out evidence or fruit of that relationship. And so we encourage a lot of slowing down, we encourage a lot of reflection and prayer and meditation. Uh, we encourage the idea of silence and solitude and fasting. These types of things discipline ourselves to ask these kind of questions: Why do I do the things i do and and are they lining up with what God wants me to do? Are they lining up with his word? Uh, if you're new with us, uh my name is Pastor Dan hertzler I'm the pastor at a church called Refuge Church in manor p a and I have two guys with me I'm Ryan and I'm Mike. And between the three of us, we will have these ongoing conversations where some of it's questions, and we just talk about it. Some of it, we look at Scripture. Some of it, uh, we just talk about things that are happening and going on. We rarely come up with a conclusion because uh, these are ongoing conversations, and we don't want to ever act like the experts, but we want to engage in those conversations, and uh, this week, being it being a Thanksgiving week, we thought it be hey, it 'd be great to talk about thanksgiving and how does thanksgiving actually play into my discipleship? What does it mean to be thankful as a believer? In fact, I just was reading last week about someone saying, uh, "As Christians, we should be the most thankful people on the planet." There shouldn't be anyone else more thankful than 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 a, a a believer because you know what you've been given in Christ they even compared it to the idea of somebody uh, that you know had just gone through a life altering moment where almost even they were going to lose their life and then they were rescued or they were saved. how grateful that person is how thankful that person is for just the very next day breath they have, the next moment they have, the people that rescued them, just overwhelming sense of gratitude and thanksgiving they have. And is that not what we are as believers, realizing that Jesus rescued us from death and and saved us into eternity? Should we not be so grateful and thankful? So uh, that sounds wonderful again, but, but what? how does that look? What does that play into it and so uh just right off the bat though ryan just you know for you growing up or you thoughts uh you know just thanksgiving as a holiday or thanksgiving as a tradition is it uh you know what's it what's it like for you
1: yeah i mean growing up we would always you know get the extended family together everyone huddle around the table uh you know it used to be my grandma who made all the food and it got that baton got passed to my mom so now she's the cook Um, but it was always a really, really great time, you know, and I felt like, you know, there really wasn't much going on. So we could just kind of hang out, relax, get to really talk to people, you know, a lot of good conversations and, you know, depending on the, the years or, you know, how old we are, we were, um, you know, we would just all kind of go around and just say something that we were, you know, thankful for, which I think a lot of people do. Um, but it was just kind of a good reset to stop and actually think, what am I thankful for as a 10 year old or 15 year old or 20 year old, you know? And I think it changes over the years as I'm thankful for my video game system. <laughs> Is that what it was when you were young? I'm sure. I'm sure. Every year. <laughs> the GameCube. But, um, but yeah, then it just, just at certain points, I think it's, it's become more special, of, I think, you know, the older you get and the more people come and go in your life, just being able to get together with the people who've been there the whole time, you know, your family uh, has been really cool. And I think just realizing how much more thankful I am now for my family than I was. Growing up, yeah. you know, you kind of take for granted these people who are living with you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so, yeah, I, I, I've always really enjoyed the day, and I think as I've aged, it's gotten more and more special. Good, good. Mike, how
0: about you?
2: Yeah, I mean, we, um, you know, we always look forward to it because we were seeing family that you know maybe sometimes we didn't see as much, but. Um, yeah, I mean the, the stereotypical meal, my aunt does a lot of the cooking, everybody brings something to share and, um, my family kind of splits the holidays up. And so that's, that's one of hers, but, um, yeah. And we just, we eat, we hang out and we used to separate like the kids from the adults, but now they have like this giant T shaped like, thing that they throw together all these tables to get Mm -hmm. everybody in the same space, uh, which is awesome. Um, but it's cool kind of looking back because at that holiday, uh, but also, um, you know, the others, my family talks either about politics or religion, which I think is not (laughs) unique. Um, but a lot of, I think some of my formative, um, even whenever I was far from God, but just like thoughts about God
0: Mm.
2: and what Christian, um thinking and framework yeah. went through i mean was wrestled through and fought against family and mm. all of that and um and some of that even it's 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 cool to think about and reflect on continues today where like now my aunt and i um and others, but primarily her and myself, like sometimes we end up um or often we 'll end up just sitting outside at a fire yeah. um because they i mean they 're cold nights, but they haven 't been as bad the last couple of years, and just Talking theology into the wee hours of the morning, and yeah. yeah, it's just it's good.
0: Cool, cool. I know for me, it was it was the three main Fs: family, food, and football. Mm-hmm. And that was that's kind of what Thanksgiving was. My my um, dad and brothers are big Cowboys fans who always play on the on the uh, on the Thanksgiving, so that would be nap time for me because I didn't care about the Cowboys. But <laughs> um, you know, just just that time together, uh, I've always enjoyed just spending time together with family, so it didn't matter really what was going on or what was happening. We could always make things work, and uh, my brothers, we would always, you know, get eggnog and drink eggnog, and my mom would be the one cooking, and so, um, you know, a lot of memories are seem to be made always around food. I'm not sure how that works, but, uh, you know, there's part of that I think is a little biblical. I think there's some food and celebrations and feasts and involved in the Bible, but um, you know, it, 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 I never really thought of the day as much as Thanksgiving, because uh, I always had it. Um, and so, um, you know, there's a part uh, where I realize as I've had a chance to talk with other people, minister to other people, you know, that's not always the case. And so, uh, there are people in this world that have not experienced that family, or food, or uh, football, whatever they i can go but just just good times or or memories like that you know you both just shared very positive ones as well too Uh, but we also recognize there's loneliness involved in this this holiday Uh, there's broken relationships Um, there's um, you know just sadness because of something that's just not what it should be and so it's hard to be thankful in those moments it's harder uh, to find kind of those things that say, okay, what do I be thankful for when I don't feel thanksgiving? Uh, and yet now this turns back into, again, where this discussion is. is not just a, a, a remembrance of our holidays, but really about, again, discipleship. And, um, you know, uh, I think Paul says in Philippians, you know, where he talks about rejoicing the Lord always, uh, and, you know, he says, don't be anxious, or uh, but everything with prayer and supplication uh, with thanksgiving let your request be made known to God, um, there's a thought within that, no matter our current situation, whether it's a good experience or not a good experience, or we, we're feeling it or we're not feeling it, uh, there is something we can do. There's a there's a choice we can make to say, I can come to God with all things, and I can do that with thanksgiving because of what Jesus has done for me. Um You know, Ryan, I just kind of throw this out, give you a chance to think about it. But, you know, really, the question will be: How does Thanksgiving change your discipleship, or how does Thanksgiving, you know, not just the day, but just the thought of Thanksgiving, how does that actually impact your discipleship? Because that's again, we don't want to be victims to circumstance. Mm -hmm. One of the great things about our relationship with God is that uh, I think that is possible. Now, now we can get tossed and turned in the waves. But because of our relationship with God, we are anchored to something, and that anchoring can help us in the midst of storms, and thanksgiving and that attitude, that spirit of gratitude uh, can help us in discipleship. So how how does thanksgiving actually help you in discipleship?
1: Mm -hmm. You know, a, a verse came to my mind, and I think it really speaks to this. In Psalm 100, verse 4 and 5, it says, "'Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise.'" be thankful unto him and bless his name for the lord is good his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations i mean what what better thing than you know it's like okay at any moment of your life if you're truly a born again follower of jesus regardless of what's going on there can be thanksgiving not in the situation but in who god is because what does he say The Lord is good. Mm. So I can thank God and come to Lord. Thank you for your goodness. Lord, I praise you for your mercy is everlasting. You know, that, that, that just does a reset. I think in the soul of God, thank you that your mercy met me this morning. It was a new mercy for me, tailor made (laughs) for all of my failures. You know, you met me here, you know, and, and whatever's going on situationally. Yeah. Maybe that doesn't change, but the reality is God has not changed. Mm. He's just as faithful today as he was when he brought the Israelites out of the wilderness. You know, and I think sometimes the wilderness, um, you know, not that the Israelites maybe thank God for the wilderness, but he did something Mm -hmm. in them in the wilderness so that when they actually came to the promised land, they could be thankful for it instead of afraid yeah. of it or scared or didn't trust God yeah. so I think just in the discipleship element of it i i I really fully believe that this this uh giving thanks to God is truly where you know everything else kind of flows from yeah you know of just this right orientation to God yeah in giving thanks for him you know and then I think that trickles that starts trickling down into you know, other areas in our lives, because, you know, I remember reading a book and, uh, called the rare jewel of Christian contentment and the author, you know, he just was really talking about how a murmuring or complaining spirit reveals something's off on the inside. Mm. It's not so much that, you know, your situation's bad and you just want to let it out, but something's not right on the inside. So I think it's, just calling us, come back to a mm. thanksgiving for who God is. Yeah. Come back into alignment. No,
0: I like that because, you know, there's a part where we do have to acknowledge the circumstances and what's yeah. happening. We, we we shouldn't put our head in the sand. We should yeah. acknowledge the waves of life. And sometimes they, they're tossing or it is, I am feeling sad or whatever. But mm. to your point, Ryan, you're saying be reminded of who God is. Yeah. And when you become reminded of who God is, that He is uh, never changing. Mm-hmm. He is always faithful. Um, he, he is drawing us near. He is uh, who He says He is, and we can count on that. That can then allow us to, in the, the midst of even hardships or difficulties, we can see something good. We can see because God is good. So uh, I, I like that a lot. Um, Mike, what about you? How How does Thanksgiving really impact your discipleship?
1: I don't know. <laughs> um, Tell me more. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's it's a it's a good question to to think about um and just listening to to you both talk um about not being controlled by circumstance and everything and um i think one of the interesting things is i i think about that idea um and the thankfulness is that the brokenness of the world and my own brokenness existed before my knowledge of God and recognition of who he was, right? Before, um, you know, really coming to Christ. And I think um, it's, it's hard sometimes to be thankful because of our hope, which is... For the new creation and and the restoration and what we know God is going to do, but we want it right now, sure um, and for whatever reason, um, unless this podcast isn't published because he's coming right now mm-hmm. that's not that's not happening mm-hmm. um, at least in the way that we want it to, mm-hmm. but that doesn't negate the fact that God is for our good always. And so it's hard to kind of reconcile and recognize those things. And it's also hard to recognize that, I mean, one of the chief goods is, is even coming to Christ Mm -hmm. and being reconciled to God through Christ. Um, because of what God did, Mm -hmm. despite the brokenness of the world, despite the way that the world has rejected him time and time and time and time and time again. And we know that God is a good God. We know that he's for our good always. Um, but then that also means that the world is not. Mm-hmm. And and I think scripture speaks pretty plainly to that. And um, it's hard because, I mean, honestly, I would love to preach a gospel that says that God is going to give me sunshine mm-hmm. and rainbows every day. But, yeah. you know, I, I, I think that I have learned, uh, as have many who have gone before me and currently are peers of mine, that um, life isn't like that. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't change that we need to be thankful and even learn to count it all joy. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's a very simple thing and I envy my brothers and sisters that are able to come at it much more simply. Um, but it is also a very nuanced thing I'd say.
0: Yeah. I, I, you know, and as you're speaking there, I'm, I'm just reminded, I think sometimes we do a disservice with these words like Thanksgiving, gratitude, even joy, hope, love, all these things. And we we isolate them into feelings. Yeah. Feelings only. It's very sentimental. Yeah. And uh, it should be because they are. there. There is feelings. You can't detach that. But they're not limited in that box uh, because I can still be thankful when I don't feel thankful. Uh, I can still have gratitude even when I don't feel grateful, um, and, and it's it's almost like love. I can love somebody even when I don't feel like I love them because that's a choice that I make, and and that's that's empowering when you realize that these are these are things I'm not just bound by because of the circumstances of my life. Um, you know, I you know not controlled is what we said, or not uh, held victim to the circumstances. I'm not okay. I just I just don't feel grateful today, so I'm not going to be grateful. No, I don't feel grateful today, but I still can be grateful because I can now shift my attention to at least who God is. And to your point, Mike, um, you know we may not know that because of our perspective. We may not know that because of our timing, our limitedness of, of life. But because God is above time and, and above things, um, you know, he, uh, he can see things way beyond what we do or understand. And so uh, I can put then my trust in Him even though I can't see it. And I use this illustration all the time, but I think it's so powerful. It's like, you know, some days I see the sun and some days I don't. You know, the clouds will block it. But I always know the sun is there um, because of, that, of what is, what is true. And I think we need, us as believers, to to have that mindset when it comes to phrases that we hear in the Bible. I mean, we're coming up now on Christmas, which, again, it becomes another time where uh, I believe it still may be—I read that a long time ago it might be the most depressing month of the year, or at least the most isolated, lonely time of the year— Uh, and people really struggle during this time because of, uh, well, most of the country is it's darker and colder, but also just the lack of uh, relationships or everyone else looks like they're having a great time and your life isn't. Uh, Everyone else is singing and you you are hating life. And and so we feel the weight of that and and we feel that pressure. And, And I don't want you to ignore that because, again, those feelings matter. Those feelings are indicating something. But at the same time, I want you to know that you can still find the hope, the joy uh, in this conversation, the thanksgiving and the gratitude uh, because of because of who God is, and you can trust in that. And, you know, that um, starts to now get into what I love is a, a way of being salt and light that God's called us to be within the world around us. Uh, without, uh, you know, having a platform to preach or a platform to, uh, you know, say something, it's just a way to live life um, in a way that just says, you know what, hey, this is happening, but I can still find thanksgiving in this. A- and a world's going to look at you and say you're nuts, you're crazy, because they are only going to look at circumstances when it comes to to what you're thankful for, and and when you can look beyond that and and see something. Uh, even when circumstances aren't that way man what a what a powerful tool and so you know I would really encourage you uh, during this season this week um, you know when when you get together enjoy that time if you if you have a family that gets together and you get to eat and you get to enjoy your time just enjoy it just just appreciate it enjoy it soak up as much as you can. If you're in a place where you're not seeing that right now, uh maybe take the opportunity just to say, "Okay, Lord, um here's how I'm feeling, but I'm going to trust you and I'm going to I'm going to learn to to find thankfulness even in this moment. Maybe that means helping out a neighbor. Maybe that means going and serving at a local food bank or another place. Uh maybe that means um, you know, trying to use this this holiday to uh, reconcile some relationships. Maybe this means—I uh, I don't know. I don't know what the God will move in your heart and your spirit, but when you move towards, as, as Paul said, you know, in all things I find rejoicing, and, and when I come before the Lord, I come with thanksgiving. When you come with that, I believe He will speak and move in your life. Maybe not right away or maybe not in the moment. I, I can't predict the timing, but I know He will because He is faithful and just. And so, uh, you know, just— Just trust Him in that. Trust in this moment, even though you can't see the sun because the clouds are in the way that the sun is still there. In this moment, trust that God is good, even in difficult situations, and be thankful for who He is. If there's anything we can do to help out, we would would always love to do that. Uh, You can always email us at info at churchrefuge.com. We're we're never here to tell you that we got it all figured out and we've got it mastered. You need to be just like us. Um, We are just on this journey. As much as anybody is, we're still trying to figure it out. Even, you know, Mike, when you open, you're just like, yeah, you know, there's sometimes I struggle with this. Uh, We we do. We all struggle with being thankful because circumstances are so, so overwhelming sometimes. But it is possible because of who God is. And I want to encourage you in that day or in this this way today. And if you need prayer, man, we'd love to be able to pray with you in that. I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, hopefully uh, this is a time that you can be thankful and grateful for who God is. And uh, hopefully continue to join us as we can keep going on in this journey of discipleship with God.